Hey there, Adam from Splendid Sports, back for another Mickey Mantle Monday. And it is 52 Mantle fever right now in the sports card hobby, right off the heels of the National, where the SGC 9.5 52 Mantle was showcased and was there for the whole hobby to see. And I saw some pictures and videos of people who actually got to hold it. And as of right now, with 19 days left on that Heritage auction, uh, the 52 Mantle 9.5 is already at, with the buyer's premium, already at an all-time record for any sports card, 7.4 million. And uh, as you may have seen, the one of the T206 Honus Wagner cards just went for 7.25, which uh, temporarily set a new record. 7.25 million, but the king of the hobby is here to claim his throne in a few weeks. I I predict it will go well north of 10 million, and it will be by far and away the most expensive sports card to ever sell. On this topic, the card that I'm going to show today is a reprint of the 1952 Mantle. This is an interesting one. Of course, this card's been reprinted a bunch of times. It was reprinted even last year in the uh, Topps X set. Uh, it's been reprinted, I believe, in 96 and other years. Uh, actually, 1983, I'm not sure if it was the first time this card was reprinted by Topps, but in 83, Topps reprinted uh, just about the whole, the whole set of 52, including this card. Now this isn't from the 83, as you can see, uh, but that, funny enough, this weekend, you know, I have a bunch of save searches on eBay and I noticed one of my save searches, I have like Mantle saved almost every year in my searches and 1983 popped up and a, a pretty rare card that I haven't seen one for sale, at least, you know, since I've been having that save search for a few years. Uh, a 1983 Tops reprint of this card in a PSA 10. I believe the population is only like 13 or something like that in the PSA 10. It went up for sale as a buy it now for $3,000. And in the morning it was there. And then, you know, I, I, I'm not someone who's going to probably buy that for $3,000. Although I would like to have that card. But uh, $3,000 is a little, little high for me on that card uh, for being a reprint. Uh, even though it is from 83 and very rare in a PSA 10, but it was up there for maybe a couple hours. And then I checked back later in the day uh, and it was gone. So I, I'm looking, I can't tell if it was just pulled down by the person who put it up there or sold, or maybe they made a deal or he made a deal with um, somebody offline or whatever, but it was pulled down within a couple hours of going up. So my guess is it probably sold. Uh, so just to give you an idea of what's, you know, with the, even a reprint of the 52 Tops uh, was probably selling for around $3,000. I know I've seen PSA 8s sell for like, uh, I think it was $500 I saw one. And PSA 9, uh, there's one listed, I believe, on eBay for like $2,500. So we're talking, you know, thousands of dollars for PSA 9s and 10s of a reprint. And this here, this in my opinion is an even more interesting reprint. This is from 1991. Uh, you know, for people that I was only, I was only 10 years old in 1991. Uh, but for people who were around and uh, older and going to card shows, uh, I've heard it said that 1991 is 
what many consider the peak of as far as popularity for the sports card hobby. I know uh, in 91, I was heavily into it as a kid. And, you know, I think I heard uh, Dr. Beckett on his podcast uh, talk about 91 in Anaheim as far as the national being the most attended ever. And, uh, you know, I think we almost got there to those levels probably like last year, last couple years, but many consider 1991 to be the peak popularity. And this is from, this is not from the national, this is from the East Coast National. So you, if you're into card shows, you've probably heard of the East Coast National. It's been around for quite a long time. Uh, this is, so this is 30 years ago, the 1991 East Coast National, which occurred like it, I think usually does right after the national, a few weeks later or a month later or so after the national. And this was given out uh, at, the at the East Coast National. You can see the back here, reprint of the 1952 baseball card. East Coast National show, a Gloria Rothstein show uh, from August 17th, 1991. And it's compliments of the Topps Company. So this is a Topps issued, Topps printed card which, you know, is important in, as a reprint in this card because there's obviously all kinds of fakes and, and duplicate, you know, copies out there that aren't, aren't produced by tops that you see of this 52 tops. You just look online and there's all kinds of um, fakes out there. But this is an actual tops printed card, promotional card for that show. And Gloria Rothstein, she was, uh, she's no longer living. I think she passed away recently, but she was a, a big time card show promoter. Uh, for many many years and um, by all accounts you know ran some great shows and this card was given out as a set of four the other three cards that were was given out at that show was uh, the 1954 Hank Aaron rookie card so basically it's the first tops card of Mickey Mantle first tops card of Hank Aaron the 57 Frank Robinson first tops card and the 58 Stan Musial first tops card, which is actually an all-star card. I have that card, the original. Uh, so it was given out as a four pack. I've, uh, so I've read. And this one here is a PSA 10 of that uh, 52 mantle reprint. And, uh, you know, it's just something where, hey, if you, if you want to have at least this image, you know, and you want to get a reprint of the mantle 52 tops, you don't have tens of thousands of dollars to even buy like a PSA uh, one or authentic. Uh, I know myself as a mantle collector, I never made a move on this 52 original. And uh, I don't know if I ever will, if, if prices keep going up, uh, it's just not, not a card that um, I'll want to pump that much money into unless things, you know, change in the future where maybe certain grades of this card will, uh, the original will, maybe come down a little bit. I don't, I don't probably foresee that happening. Uh, right now, definitely not. I mean, everything is just uh, going crazy because I think a lot of the, the coverage that it's getting because of that 9.5 that's gonna set the record. But if you're looking for a nice reprint, of course you could look for that 83 reprint. Uh, but again, it's tough to find and it is expensive. You, whereas you could have, you know, especially if you're a, sports card hobbyist who enjoys card shows and the history of the hobby. I would argue that this reprint from 91, uh, at least for me, is a little more interesting than even the 83 reprint. 83 is more valuable, of course, it's gonna be more expensive if you wanna to try to buy one. But this 91 card, it's available, it's out there. I think they're in PSA 10, you know, there's uh, 100 plus PSA 10s out there, I believe. 
there's PSA nines and eights. You could you could uh, make a play on. Of course, other grading companies. I've seen some CSG and SGC copies out there. Uh, so this is a reprint that is affordable. You know, you could get. I think a PSA ten like this um, right now sells for a few hundred bucks, maybe. So again, not gonna not gonna break the wallet in most cases, and especially if you want to get not a PSA ten but something lower. Uh, but I think it's a really cool card, and it's um, a card that is a meaningful card, really, if you if you think about the history of the hobby, being 30 years ago at the peak, given out at a card show. So again, it's got a cool story behind it, which for me, you know, if I can get a reprint of this card, uh, PSA 10, and it's got an interesting story behind it where it came from, and I don't have to pay the reprint prices of the 83 tops, which is only eight or so years earlier. Uh, so again, we're talking about a 30-year-old card with a cool story behind it, uh, PSA 10. So this is the card for this week's Mickey Mantle Monday. Next week, I will have a Playing Days card to show. I know it's been two weeks in a row with the the uh, post-Playing Days cards, but I gotta say, you know, the, these post-Playing Days cards, a lot of them have cooler stories and uh, a little more interesting to me than some of the Playing Days, you know, base cards of Mantle. I'm gonna show them, but, um, you know, you, you've probably seen them a hundred times. Some of these, a little more obscure and interesting uh, after the playing days were over. So that's why, you know, I'll probably do like two or three post-playing days, uh, Mickey Mantle Mondays for every one playing days. Of course, there's more of those cards. Uh, if I did, only did playing days mantles, I'd, I'd run out at some point. <laughs> but I got a good uh, supply of, of the post-playing days too that will probably take this thing into many years if I, if I like to keep doing it, which I think I will. So thanks for watching and listening, and I will be back soon.